Paisanos, it's the... Excuse me, princess. Super Show! Welcome back to the Excuse Me Princess Super Show, where we're watching the entirety of The Legend of Zelda and the Super Mario Brothers Super Show in order of importance and in order of broadcast. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And the episodes we're watching today is the live-action segment Bonkers from Yonkers and the cartoon The Great Gladiator Gig. If you are wanting to watch uh, this uh, with us... Or against us. Or for us... That would save a lot of time. <laughs> you can watch it at uh, the Wild Brain Superheroes YouTube channel, Amazon Prime, buy the DVD. Not worth it unless you can find it for a good price. Trust us, we know. Yeah. Or you can uh, watch uh, the remastered editions on YouTube. Of which there isn't one of this episode. That I could find. Yeah, that you can find. <coughs> Sorry about that. This episode aired September 12th, 1989. And it starts off with Mario and Luigi doing some actual plumbing. In their own plumbing shop. And maybe they get free rent in the building for upkeeping the building's plumbing. Because they're like the basement apartment of like a six-story uh, little brownstone thing. Maybe. Which would explain why uh, later on the doctor got there so fast. You know what the Mario Brothers are not? OSHA certified. No. <laughs> so they're working on uh, plumbing, uh, doing pipe work, and Luigi drops a pipe on Mario's head without a hard hat on. And Mario thinks that he is a, a chicken. chicken. So Luigi goes to the pizza phone. <laughs> looks up. Uh, head doctors. First it's Harry, then Happy, then Harry, then Head. Mm. <laughs> and finds uh, the world-renowned uh, head doctor, Sigmund Fruitcake. So I think we all know where we're going from here. Immediately after hanging up the phone, uh, Sigmund must be uh, just in the apartment above because he just comes right on uh, in as uh, Luigi's hanging up the phone to help deal with Mario. But first, insult uh, Luigi and call him ugly. Yeah. Other than being uh, having an ugly face, there's nothing wrong with your head. Well, that's good. Thank you, Doctor. But... Uh... Actually, it's my brother Mario. Thinks he's a chicken. And something else happens. Yeah, this I, one kind of washed over me, not going to lie. Yeah, same. It just didn't stick. No. Which is going to be a lot of the theme for this episode. Nothing really stuck. No. Uh, Sigmund looks over uh, Mario... Does a bit of treatment, uh, cuts away to the cartoon. We come back to uh, Luigi calling uh, Sigmund up again, Dr. Fruitcake, uh, about the fact that uh, Mario no longer thinks he's a bird. Now he thinks he's a monkey. So when uh, Sigmund asks, uh, what do you want me to do about it? Turn him back into plain old vanilla Mario? 
<laughs> because we all know how vanilla Mario is. It's like, is that like an ice cream flavor? Like the Sonic, uh... <laughs> With the gumball eyes, you yeah. can get vanilla Mario? <laughs> yes. I feel like there was a Mario ice cream, but I don't remember it. Oh. But anyway, uh, Luigi, because it's a classic bit and a recycled joke, says, Actually, I was hoping you could turn him back into a chicken. We and, could use the eggs. Yeah. Womp womp. Cuts to more footage of the Zelda cartoon. Yep, it's the preview, which is still the first half of the theme song, and then uh, Sprite and Link and Zelda getting attacked by mops. So, stand by for partial excitement. Yes. It is the best part of the episode. Spoilers. <laughs> of the live action one, anyway. Yeah. I think of both. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think we're going to hit 45 minutes on this one. I don't... Uh, yeah. But anyway, we cut back uh, to the plumbing shop. Where Sigmund is uh, getting uh, uh, Mario to... Or trying to get Mario as a monkey to... Uh, or as a bird to repeat, uh, I am not a bird. Where he does that, turns back into the monkey, has to repeat, I am not a monkey... Uh, he, Mario comes back to him just being him. Yeah, because surprise, Dr. surprise. Doctor Fruitcake was using the technique that which which would supposedly send the thoughts elsewhere, but he showed blatant disregard for where they would end up, and they ended up in Luigi. Yeah, who what? is now squawking like a chicken. And until next week, do the Mario. <laughs> it just kind of stops. Yeah. It. Oh no! Actually, it's not a bad closing. I. Oh, I tell you what they... I can't do... I can't do the Sigmund Fruitcake accent. He sounds like the old general I'll from I'll tell Hogan's you what uh, I'll do. I'll take... Uh, I'll take ten dollars off your bill. Yeah. Which, you know... That's 1989 money. <laughs> yeah. Which would be equivalent to $78 today, <laughs> adjusted to inflation. Probably 95 by the time this uh, episode airs. U.S. or Canadian? Um... At that point, it's uh, just going to be North American currency. <laughs> One currency. <laughs> Tab time. All oh, right. One euro, two euro. <laughs> but anyway. So, yeah. Uh, Bonkers from Yonkers. Not the strongest live action segment we've had. Not the weakest. No. I think that honor still belongs to the orphan. Yes. Because she was annoying. And surprise, surprise. We uh, have a recurring guest uh, next week, so I won't have to go through the guest synopsis. But you do have to go through it right now. <laughs> so, what can we say about Larry Gelman? Uh, he's he was active from 1966 to 2018, 52 years, something like that, worth of quality air quotes content yeah uh he did some uh really interesting stuff so uh his first notable role and related to this is i dream of genie as sigmund freud for an episode someone probably saw that in reruns and said that guy yeah uh he also was in the uh 1960s batman uh third season for one episode as a bank manager probably robbed by the mad hatter or something we didn't look up what episode it is yeah 
And then uh, he was Albert, uh, Professor Albert Einstein in the Command and Conquer video game series. However, his most exciting work, <laughs> his most prominently... His most provocative work. <laughs> he plays a part based off of... Uh, or he plays in a movie based off of Alice in Wonderland. Known as Alice in Wonderland. Uh, X-rated uh, musical fantasy. Where he plays the White Rabbit. It's uh, from that uh, 70s golden age of art house smut. Yeah. Weird enough that watching the trailer, you know exactly what goes on with it all. Loosely <laughs> based off of the book. Very loosely. What was uh it in the trailer? Uh, a bedtime story. Finally made as a bedtime story. Something like that. Oh. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2021 from complications from a fall at the age of 90. With that being said, this was not his best work. No. Like so many of these uh, guys, half of them are just slumming it as just another TV role, half an hour work. And some of them just wanted to be in something that they knew their kids would like because all their kids played the Nintendo. And like that Super Mario guy. But yeah, not uh, not my favorite live action segment. But he was good. Just moldy old jokes. Moldy you know, it, it was on the, the cusp of, you know, my arm hurts when I do this, so don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the worst do the Mario yet. Oh, yeah. Until next time, do the Mario. Do the Mario. <laughs> do the Mario. Ew. If I had a nickel for every time I misdid the do the Mario, I'd have two nickels. There, I can't do his accent, but I can do his accent. <laughs> oh. I'd have two gold coins. So, I guess. You want to move on to the cartoon? No, let's uh, stick around on this for another, like, five minutes to pad it out. Excellent. Just for the sake of padding. I hear that everyone likes when we talk about nothing. Yeah. And we just make their lives as miserable as possible. I could just see Edward sitting there with that look on his face. <laughs> yeah. I know the look you're talking about. <laughs> oh, It's a right. shame that he actually wore pants that day. Yeah. All right, let's do this. The cartoon, of course, the main event... The Great Gladiator gig. Now, uh, we didn't address your uh, prediction from last time for Bonkers from Yonkers, which was that uh, some sort of uh, insane asylum inmate would escape and uh, terrorize the Marios. Which, to be fair, they both should be. Yeah. So that didn't happen. And do you recall what your prediction was for the Great Gladiator gig? Yeah. Was it um, just that we would be not entertained? Yeah, well, that was yours, and yeah. I just kind of agreed with you, because... And we were not. Well. <laughs> we weren't wrong, and we weren't not entertained. Yeah. Oh, it was all right. Let's get into it. Uh, the Mario Brothers Toad and Princess Toadstool, and who I, I keep forgetting to address, uh, is modeled after her NES sprite, including the red hair and kind of slightly stocky, squared-off design. Uh, they're traveling through the Linguini Empire. Uh, it's basically the Greco-Roman cartoon stuff. Lots of columns and pillars and 
they're in a bathtub being drawn by a dopey horse. And uh, But they're on their way to an all-you-can-eat spaghetti charity event to raise money for orphaned mushrooms. And you could kill two birds with one stone at that event, but I'm not going to say how. <laughs> Depends what you like on your spaghetti. <laughs> but Well, uh, you could kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> that's right. The uh, And they arrive at the Coliseum, and the big on guard... On the way to the Coliseum. Oh, yes. That's right. Uh, Overlooking... King Koopa. Overlooking with his henchman, three-headed snake person. It's a... He calls him Triclidius, but it's a Triclide, who is one of the bosses in Mario 2. One of your breaks from fighting Birdo every level, or Mouser. Which is still a three-headed dragon. Pick up the shit, throw it at him. Now he's a two-headed dragon. But anyway, uh, his gimmick is uh, having to be told everything three times because he's got three heads. Moving on. However, King Koopa missed a perfect chance... To be done with the the uh, crew all in one uh, shot. Yeah, I thought he was going to push that boulder over on him yeah. when he was hiding behind. <laughs> it would have been perfect. No, no it. one would have ever known. It would have been a freak accident, and no one would have found the bodies for days. The vultures would have gone to it. <laughs> nope. Well, to be fair, King Koopa wants people to know if he kills the Mario Brothers. Eh, he can always brag about it later. That's true. But no, that was his monologuing boulder. And uh, so the the crew pull up to the Coliseum, where the spaghetti charity event is going to be held. And the big guard, uh, what was his name? Brutius Maximus Grouchimus, you know, uh, escorts them in. And he says the, the supper can't go on until some plumbing work is fixed. Mario has been complaining about how hungry he is and ready to eat he is, so he says they'll fix anything if there's spaghetti involved. The and princess and toadstool are taken off... Uh, or, <laughs> yes, the princess, the toadstool, and toad... And the rest. <laughs> ...are taken off... Uh, They're to escorted away by guards who are very obviously Koopa Troopas in Roman armor. To meet the emperor. Yeah. Well, uh, Mario and Luigi are escorted to meet the plumbing. Was that the third uh, or fourth Meet the Parents movie? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's uh, the uh, TV series uh, that ran on HBO. Oh, is it like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and it doesn't have Rick Moranis in it? No, this one does have Rick Moranis. But it doesn't have Mario. (laughs) No. Anyway... Uh, the whole thing's a trap. The emperor is Koopa, going by uh, uh, Caesar Augustus Septembrus Octoberus Koopa, which is actually pretty good. Yes. I'll give them that. <laughs> and uh, choosing the two months that aren't actually named after, uh, well, the two months that aren't named after Roman emper- uh, emperors. Thanks for explaining the joke so far that it wasn't funny anymore. You're welcome. <laughs> That brings it back to the rest of the jokes in this show. So, actually, I should probably thank you. Anyway, uh, so the Mario Brothers uh, attempt to flee the guards uh, in the original version to the tune of the comedy album song Shut Up You Face by Joe Dolce. Which, uh, we'll put a clip of the cover if Aaron can find it off YouTube. Uh, if not, we can even 
if it doesn't sound good enough, we can put a clip of the original actual song. It's not one I was familiar with. It's sort of a novelty song about a young Italian boy's Italian parents saying stuff like, shut up of your face and samata you. And I think that's what kind of popularized those, but I didn't do the research to know that for sure. And thanks as always to the Super Mario Brothers Super HQ channel on YouTube for the cover song. Link in the description below. Hey, shut up you face! One second! What's the matter with you? He's too busy eating, Mario. <laughs> He's your kind of horse. But anyway, uh, the Mario Brothers end up getting chased right into the Colosseum, where they have to fight Triclide. And supposedly, if they beat him, Emperor Koopa will let them go. Good news. Uh, they beat him. <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> As King Koopa himself states, Well, the best part about being evil is you get to lie a whole lot. And he sticks a pair of lions on them. The lions, however, would rather eat Koopa than man. Yeah, Mario uh, tells him, hey, lions are king of, king of the beasts, right? You should be eating a king. Like that one right there. And so Mario volunteers to help get them uh, prime Koopa meat, which is not a euphemism, and uh, does just that. After uh, freeing Luigi from Triclide's net and then dancing around him to tangle his necks... And then when the lions are sicked out, they jump up and uh, Mario just straight up kicks Koopa down the off of the precipice in a considerable more violent show of brute strength than Mario usually has in this show. Yeah. I think if Koopa hadn't fallen off, if it was supposed to be the beginning of an actual fight, it wouldn't have happened. But it works because Mario like springboarded himself off that uh, pitchfork that was embedded in the, uh, the freaking uh, stone column somehow and so the lions start chasing king koopa they chase him out of the coliseum the background matte painting warbles a bit when that happens from the effect of the coming out the door <laughs> but you know it's fine <laughs> they made this show on a budget and uh they do have the big spaghetti cookout and even uh grouchimus is there helping serve spaghetti and uh, the final beat of the episode is that the lions are hungry too, and uh, they're so hungry they could eat a horse, or a plumber, if Luigi doesn't make with the pasta. Yeah. Everybody laughs, and we cut back to Mario's psychotic episode. Oh. What'd you think of uh, the Great Gladiator gig? Um, originally, I didn't actually, yeah, I, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh. I, I don't know. When recapping it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You think back and it's like, oh, it was all right. Yeah. In retrospect, it's better than when you're watching it. Kind of like the Mario movie. 
That's not fair. The Mario movie is great. The new one or the old one? Yes. Ah, very good. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I enjoyed it well enough. It was, again, we're hitting the, a stride with these Mario cartoons where they're not great, but they're not, like, distressingly choppy or off-kilter the way the first couple were. Well, the second one's actually the strongest one, but uh, up until last week's. Yeah. Or two weeks ago. We're recording this like an hour later, but you know how it is in podcast business. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was fine. You know, some of the bits were good. Uh, overall, the animation was held up to it. Yeah, there was no uh, rope attached to nothing uh, that I saw. <laughs> no, not like that. Oh, uh, there was the no oats, uh, no work. Oh, yeah, the the Mario Brothers flee Maximus and the Koopa Troopas. Actually, this was a good bit, and I forgot to mention it because we were talking about the song. Uh, by grabbing a bag of oats and holding it in front of their horse's head. But eventually Mario uses it as a slingshot to knock Grouchimus over, and the horse immediately hits the brakes, because no oats, no work. Sorry, fatso. But uh, the Mario brothers run, and Grouchimus actually picks up his two Koopa Troopa guards, bops them into their shells, like in the games, and chucks them at the Mario brothers. It was really good. Yeah, and that's what actually knocks the Mario Brothers out into the open Coliseum to start that bit. The animation wasn't the best. But they, it... they bounced around like green balls, green yeah. bouncy balls. But you know what? It... I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah. That's that bit, little bit of game fidelity that you kind of ask for and don't get. You get it's it like when... when Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog had a Chaos Emerald that one time. You get it once. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, another scene that I actually really liked was, uh, oh, where are they taking us? Uh, oh, this is the place where we, uh, capture you. Oh, this is the place where I... They... Capture us? <laughs> yeah. No, it was overall solid. I think, in a weird way, I've, like, Stockholm syndrome myself into enjoying it more than I did yeah. when we were watching it. Uh, Noah elevated additional voices... But among their usual, besides their usual roles, Harvey Atkin, King Koopa, voiced Triclyde, and John Stalker was Brutimus Maximus Grouchimus. And uh, overall, it was pretty solid. What about uh, the writers? Did I do that again? You did. Damn. I was so eager to talk about it. Okay, I'm going to make a clean break here. I think now's actually a good time. Yeah, the fact that I keep doing this means maybe this is where it belongs. Yeah. Okay, we have another new writer. This guy's got an interesting resume. Jack Olesker, or Olesker. Uh, he was active since the 50s. And he has been writing shows forever. Uh, in more recent times, if anyone remembers Sky Dancers, which was the, the girl toy counterpart to dragonflies although i think the other way around is probably the better way to put that which is the action figures with the foam wings and they were on a, a, a upside down beyblade ripcord launcher ed and had some of those yeah hi ed hi ed <laughs> yeah you had a dragonfly toy that we shot at each other the time we helped you move we might cut this out but since you'll be listening to the raw you'll hear this but anyway he directed 17 episodes of that or uh writ wrote he wrote three or four of uh, some direct-to-video Disney knockoff cartoon versions of Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. And they were definitely cashing in on the Disney movies because they came out in like 1994, just after all those came out. 
and he wrote all 65 episodes of the new adventures of he-man that uh that early 90s he-man sequel show where he was skinny and wore pants and he was in the future oh yeah i mean no one really remembers it but it did happen and he's the guy who's responsible but there's also one other little bit that's uh, important to me personally. Uh, he's an uncredited co-developer for the original first episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Day of the Dumpster. And it probably means he did some script doctoring or something with it. Because it's only credited to Shuki Levy and Haim Saban, but these two are uncredited developers, according to IMDb. Okay. Maybe he's the one who changed Zoltar to Zordon or something. Or said, you know that robot? You should make him say ay 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 a lot. <laughs> and you know, if that's true, then we owe him a lot. Of ay 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 ay. Yeah. I'm not sure how that's gonna turn out. And cut out the part where I said he's been active since the fifties, because that's actually the next guy. Ah. Oh. I mean this is up for you. Oh yeah. John, <laughs> cut out the part where you say this. You stupid. Stupid boy. Okay. Before we get into the ratings, the pasta power counter remains at six. Even though this episode was about them going to eat spaghetti, they didn't get to eat it until after they fought Koopa. I'm starting to wonder if we'll ever see the pasta power again. Still, we've got another 51 episodes-ish. Yeah. 48 Marios or 50... Whatever. We got lots left. 50... 50... There were, how many, uh, 13, 52 Mario episodes, and we'll have watched six of them, seven of them now. Yes. Six, uh, yeah. There's a lot to come. Yeah. So we might get some pasta power yet. Now, how do you rate uh, the great gladiator gig? The great gladiator gig? I'm going to let you rate it first. All right, I'm going to give it... Five and a half. Like, I did enjoy it, but only in retrospect. It didn't capture me while we were watching it. So I'm going to give it uh, five and a half bouncing Koopa shells. Okay. And I'm going to give it... Ooh. Five. uh, Yeah, five unpushed boulders. (laughs) five unpushed boulders okay so john however that means there's still five more pushed boulders out there somewhere 5.5 bouncing koopa shells i could always just write this down later when i'm listening back but whatever shells aaron five Unpushed, not imposed, not impish, (laughs) unpushed (laughs) boulders out of a possible ten unpushed boulders, (laughs) as you said. Five of them were pushed. Yeah. Five of them remain unpushed. (laughs) Conveniently off screen. Okay, before we get to Aaron's predictions for next time, and maybe mine if I don't immediately remember them. If you want to reach out to the show, leave comments in the YouTube version. I'll leave a space here in case I actually have the YouTube channel by next time. Like I said, probably Excuse Me Super Show, because it rolls off the tongue. You can email us 
at excusemesupershow at gmail.com with everything except for recipes for chocolate chip cookies. And of course, follow the show on Twitter at excusemesupshow because Super Show is two characters too long. So they use those two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, that's what happens when you try to force a catchphrase that isn't going to happen. Yeah. And you can follow us on Twitter at Excuse Me Sup Show, because uh, Super Show is two characters too long. And now, the live action segment next time, Aaron. Bats in the basement. What do you think? Uh, I'm guessing it's probably not a baseball game hosted in uh, in their uh, basement. So, uh, Batman shows up to uh, avenge uh, the death of his parents killed by bad plumbing. What about yours? This is where I watch my parents <laughs> die, Mario. <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> Uh, I actually, I, I know what it's about, so I'm not going to predict that one. And uh, the cartoon, and I think you might get this one from the title, is Mario and the Beanstalk. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just let that one sit on the floor for a while. Okay. So how are they going to ruin this tale? That, that's, let's predict that. Um, um, they're going to give the Beanstalk that uh, generic cartoon simpleton voice, like... Uh, the who's been messing around with my chicken? The beanstalk's gonna say that? The giant. <laughs> or Koopa will be the giant. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, Koopa will definitely be the giant. Or Koopa's the guy who sells them the magic beans. No, what did I... they trade for the magic beans? Did they trade the princess for magic beans? <laughs> no, Toad. <laughs> toad. Um... I've been traded for a lot of things, <laughs> but not beans. Uh, Usually I can do that better. Let me try that one more time. <clears throat> I've been tricked. Ah, no, all the smoke in the air lately has ruined my uh, some of my bits. Yeah, uh, I've been traded for a lot of things, but this is the first time I've been traded for beans. See, that sounds just like it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how Toad always sounds. And if you've never watched the show, you now have a perfect understanding. Yeah. Doesn't sound a thing like Cagney. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, Mario and the Beanstalk. I think we know where we're going with that. Maybe the Harp will talk. I think the Harp ain't talking anyway. I haven't heard Jack and the Beanstalk in a long time. Yeah, and I'm just wondering uh, whether it's going to have the golden uh, egg-laying goose, or mm. am I thinking oh, of... it would be a golden egg-laying birdo with bad eyesight. <laughs> Ooh. Callback. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll find out about that next time. You and know, then, okay. I'm really glad that we actually watched this episode. And we're going to get this part because I went, oh, it's going to go somewhere. And then my mind went blank. <laughs> You're still thinking about the beanstalk. <laughs> I'm thinking of some sort of stock. The beef stock. <laughs> <laughs> We got brisket in the oven upstairs, and we're going to go eat right away. But anyway, we'll just leave that one in for a bit of chatter at the beginning or end. The funny stuff, quote-unquote. But until next time, I'm John. I'm Aaron. Wait, no, that doesn't, uh, shit. Let's try that one again. Okay.
But we're the Super Mario... No. This <laughs> has been the Super Mario Super Show. No, it hasn't, but that's that's good. Let's go with that. <laughs> this has been the Excuse Me Princess podcast. Super Show. has been the Excuse Me Super Show podcast. I've the been The word Aaron. princess is in there, too. <laughs> We're going to end up just changing this thing to be the Excuse Me Super Show, even though I really don't want it to be. I worked really hard on that intro. I know. Um, this <laughs> this has been the Excuse Me Princess Super Show podcast. I have been Aaron. And I might be John in the morning. We'll see. We'll find out next time. And until next time, everybody... Do the mar- I was going to do the delayed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should I do it so I can do the... Uh... Yeah. Okay. So. This has been the Excuse Me Princess Super Show. I've been Aaron. And I might be John in the morning. We'll find out next time. And until next time, everybody... Do the Mario! Do the Mario! Cut. <laughs> Hi. I'm Aaron from the Excuse Me Princess Super Show, and you've just finished listening to the funny stuff, quote, unquote. I'm also Aaron, the Travel Plan Man. Let me tell you more. If you want to do some traveling, let's say to Brooklyn, New York, and don't want to do all the hard work, come to Aaron, the Travel Plan Man, because he'll take your travel more seriously than the Mario Brothers take their cleaning. Because remember, neatness counts. Until next time, keep traveling.